0: Hi guys welcome back to we should talk a pop culture interview series from in the know i'm your host gibson johns and this week on the podcast we have the one and only kenya moore from the real Housewives of atlanta warning that this interview is a little choppy because i called in from a family vacation and the wi-fi at our rental house is not great um so the wi-fi cut out I cut out a little bit so we to stop and start um so if it's a little bit jumpy that is why and the ending might be a little bit abrupt (laughs) but um I still got some great time with Kenya and it was my first time interviewing her and she is just such a legend and she's in such a good place right now you know we talked a lot about how her time on Dancing with the Stars and Ultimate Girls Trip kind of revitalized her spirit when it came to her life in general but also being on reality tv and um, I think it's reflected in this season of Real House of Atlanta which I love I think it has a really great vibe about it. We also got into her and Marlo's stuff. We got into her friendship with Candy, Sonya being added to the cast, um, and some some other stuff too. But um, she just, again, she just seems to be in such a great place. And I just loved talking to her. And I really appreciated her patience, again, with my bad Wi-Fi. So anyway, I keep listening for my interview with Kenya Moore from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Tune into the show Sundays at 8 p.m. on Bravo. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we are here with Kenya Moore from the real Housewives of Atlanta. She is going to wind fabulous. Hair. She is Kenya Moore, hair care, get the marching band out. I'm so happy to be ha- to have you here, Kenya. How are you?
1: I'm really well. It's a beautiful day. I'm feeling good. So it's it's great. It's a
0: great good, day. Good. Good. So Kenya, I mean, I'm curious cuz I'm really loving the season of Atlanta. I just the overall like vibe <laughs> of it all. The overall vibe just There's something about it that feels kind of renewed. I know there was a big cash shakeup and whatever, but there's something about it just feels really good to me. And I'm curious, as somebody who's been around on the show for a while, you know what makes a good and bad season. So I'm curious, where is your mind at right now uh, when it comes to this season as as it compares to others?
1: Well, I think this season, the girls are really revealing a lot of themselves they're being very honest open and direct we're not letting a lot of things like fall to the wayside we're really addressing things head on and I think that's what makes a really great season and I think it's just it's, it's well produced you know I mm-hmm. think the did a really great job at keeping track of things that were said and things that were not you know addressed and you know just making sure that we hold each other accountable for everything that was happening, being said and being done behind our backs. Like I'm still watching the episodes like what that happened? They said that, like they did this, you know. Um and then, you know, the other aspect is seeing how what people say when they get on, like watch what happens live or totally. after show. So it's it's all a bag of surprises, really. <laughs> It,
0: it, which is honestly probably as somebody in it, I know that the, that probably gives you maybe a little bit of anxiety, but also it makes it, you know, it keeps you on your toes a little bit. And I think that, again, I feel like as some, uh, probably as somebody who's who's been on the show for a while, it's probably a good feeling to still feel like you have to like maneuver a bit and have your kind of guard up, you know?
1: I don't think I've ever done a season where I didn't feel like that. I think that in previous seasons, I always felt like everyone was gunning for me, that they never... <laughs> right gave me a chance you know I was like someone that everyone always goes after and um I don't feel that in this season which is really refreshing to other than maybe one
0: person
1: a big target on my back from everyone it's just one person right
0: totally totally
1: (laughs) and so it feels it feels better you know and it's yeah I, I think it's like one of my best seasons you know ever um just because I am in a different place and so that's what I'm bringing to the show this season it just feels different um specifically for me
0: yeah I was gonna bring this up later Kenya but it's sort of on topic which is I, I really feel like and I kind of sense this from a lot of fans but definitely for me which was I feel like your time on the girls trip show really did wonders for you I don't know if it was just like you having you being put in a different environment and not having to play a certain role or whatever like I just feel like it really opened you up in a new way and I think that that is kind of reflected in this season a little bit but that that, at least that's my takeaway a little bit
1: yeah I think that was the beginning of it for sure and I think it renewed me because you you know when you're when you are shown to be you know a quote-unquote villain for so many years yeah in a particular environment And then you take me out of that and put me in a brand new group of girls to start over to see how I interact with other people. And I think you start to really see the truth. It's not just me. (laughs) Um, Clearly, it was a mixture of other things happening on our show. And it was, it it does, I think it was the beginning because it made me feel renewed. Like, and it just did things for my self-esteem, honestly, too, because it wears on you for people to like constantly trash you or drag you or make you feel or other, or try to make others feel like you're this person that you're not. And then to be shown in a, in a different light, more authentic to who I am felt a lot better. And I think also when I did dancing with the stars, it was completely different environment. Um, I got to live in the happiest place in the world for me, which is on a dance floor. Yeah. And just to be kind of like, just, it was just so much in my element. And I think that by watching me there and on Dance with the Stars, um, Ultimate Girls Trip, and then coming into season 14 of Real Housewives of Atlanta, I think I was just completely renewed. I just felt like, okay, now I can get my groove back now. This is is who I've always meant to be on the show.
0: Definitely, definitely. And I also feel like the cast reshuffle in some ways, like, I mean, you've always been a pillar of this show, but in some ways, like, I mean, we lost a couple of stalwarts from Atlanta in between this this season and last season. And I think that you've, you've really embraced kind of that role even more so than you did before. And I think it's really working for you. And I'm just, it makes me happy to see you so happy and engaged in this show. And I don't know, it's just been really fun.
1: Yeah, it's been so much fun. And thank you for that. Like, it's just been, it has been one of my best seasons that I can remember. I, I don't even know if I've had a season where I came out of it feeling this good. Mm-hmm. And i feeling like, this is like one of the best times in my life. And it's not because I'm still going through a divorce. So it's not that, but I feel like I am stronger than probably I've ever been in the, in the situations that I'm being, that I'm being put in. I love and that. Yeah, and and I feel like the girls really respect my voice, um, seeing that I am a different person, and I really do, I am about the group. I am about the fact that we're in an ensemble and not just one person or one star or three stars or six stars. We're an ensemble. We work best when we work best together.
0: All right, so Kenya, I feel like also going into the season, i felt like you guys were all sort of in it together as a group to make sure this season was extra a success like you like you you did that extra photo shoot i feel like the way you guys were talking about it and promoting it felt like you were all kind of in it together even if you didn't see eye to eye like on the individual issues within the the season it felt like there was this extra air of like let's make let's let's make atlanta like let's let's make this show like have a refresh start and whatever is that an accurate kind of perception of what was going on And has that has that been maintained, sort of the group think of, of making it, of promoting it all together and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, it's funny because, you know, the group, the, the whole group photo shoot was my idea. I have to take the credit for Love that. it. Love it. Take it. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, the facts are facts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think, you know, I think being on the show for so long and wanting to have this like fresh start yep. um, for the season, we wanted to figure out, okay, what what happened and so when we talked about like doing a social media shoot which is what it was for I know it took on a whole other life of us you know trying yeah them trying to produce this is like you know not loving our group shot which it was yeah. it was a social, basically a social media shoot and um it was it was like this is this is all for us you know this is our show we have to show the fans that we're in it. You know, we're in it, we love this show, we love this franchise. And the, the season 14 was like no other season. And so I think that when we came together, it was definitely very cohesive and everyone wanted one thing. And that's for our show to be su- a success and for the fans to really love the energy that we were bringing to the show. We were bringing big, big energy. You know, and I think yeah. that I, hopefully the fans understood that. Like we understood they did. the
0: science. I I really think that they they did. And so I mean, again, it's been I've been loving this season. I feel like the biggest thing right now for you within the group is you and Marlo. Again, it's 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 sad because I, I really do I really do love you guys together and when when it's when it's not as contentious, but I understand why it is, at least from your from your end. And I just want to get some of the quotes that you've said about it. You said that she isn't sincere, she doesn't know how to be a friend, that you don't hate her, you just dislike some of the things she does. I feel like those are things that you probably already at some point have thought about, Marlo, or, or thought that at some point through over the years, but you've give, you gave her this new chance and then she just sort of dropped the ball she again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is, that, is that accurate? Like, like you, you just kind of want, it, and was that the last chance you're really going to give her?
1: It's the, it was the last chance, but it wasn't it didn't stop there I think that some other things in the season happened and she kind of came after my family and it was like a boundary that I was like, you know what the things that were said you can't come back from that and yeah. that's the thing about low blows you can't just apologize them away once you hit someone purposely to try to destroy them or hurt them or really tear them down and you just again, I can't say it Any clearly other way enough. yeah come back from that. And so yes, it's a never for me. Um, And I think the thing is, I have learned in my life, when there are people that I care about, or or my friends, I tend to, I'm really, really a pushover to a degree, because I I forgive so easily. And I have to stop doing that, because I would give people too many chances. Mm. And I think I've done that in my marriage, I did that with some other people in my life, employees, you know, all kind of things because I I really do want people to win. And I and I just felt badly in the past when I've done that because it's like when people show you who they are, you have to really believe them. And I was shown who she was very early on and anyone else that I've pretty much erased out of my life, but I ignored it. And so the I can't blame the crazy person because the crazy person is me because I keep doing the same thing and keep wanting different
0: results. Right.
1: And thinking that I'm going to get a different results so I can't blame them that's my fault mm. my thought is I didn't cut them off early enough mm. and so now I'm paying for
0: it yeah and generally speaking, I'm curious again because you're such a pro here when, when, when does something go from okay this is good this is good drama for the show let me engage with this and go do the back and forth you know read each other whatever when does it go from that to okay, I'm not engaging in this, this is crossing a line, this is XYZ. Is it when it gets to the family stuff? Or is it a case by case basis with you? How do you think about that line being crossed just in general?
1: Um, I think collectively, we all agree that children are always off limits. Like we don't go after people's kids. Yeah. And, you know, that's a legacy that we've already established and boundaries that we've established. And I think you have to be a pretty vile human being to go after someone's Child mm. or children. And for me, it's not about what's good for the show, because if you're thinking about what's good for the show, then you're creating scenes and you're manufacturing drama. You have to think it's it's spontaneous. We don't have a script, we don't know what's coming, and everything you do has to be authentic. When it becomes inauthentic is when you're acting right. and you're making decisions based on a TV show versus based on what's really happening and that is what makes you a bad housewife. Mm. When you start to do that, you need to get off the show.
0: Is would you say that being inauthentic and trying to create moments is that the number one thing that like a housewife that doesn't last? Is that as is that what you've observed?
1: Absolutely, and I think it it I think the fans, if you look at the comments of the fans, the fans can clearly yeah. see manufacturing, who's drumming, who's picking fights just to be picking fights or thinking they're making good TV. But that's what gets you your peach taken away, or your diamond taken away, or your apples taken right. away. The fastest is when you start to produce yourself, and you start to be fake for the sake of thinking you're making good TV.
0: A new housewife this season is Sonya, and it seems like you guys have a moment in Jamaica. Is that a one-off thing, or is that a reflection of what's to come for you too?
1: would <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, see, it seems like you guys have some has have a good connection like you have a lot of one-on-one moments like where she comes over and you have conversations but she's also really good friends with marlo and and the stray side of things so i feel like maybe she's caught in the middle there a little bit
1: you know i feel like she is caught in the middle but she doesn't always stand firmly in her her boundaries and if she sets a limit or boundary for one person and he's to be for all people, and she doesn't stay true to her own beliefs. Got it. So that's the problem that I have with Sonya in this in the um the, for the rest of the season. I like her very much as a person. I don't think she's very problematic, but I think that in in the mix of these girls, she's attached herself to the wrong train, and unfortunately, that train runs them up. And so what happens to Sonya? She's being dragged along with that that rogue train.
0: Right. Right. And also in this past episode, Kenya, I've, one of my favorite scenes was the one that, between you and Candy. You both had your daughters together. You were talking about. She was asking you about your business and giving you some advice and and what have you. Talking about some other things too, but it really just spoke to me about how special your friendship has been over the years and how it's evolved too. I mean, it's got it's right now. It's in a really strong, special place. I feel like, and you're really, really close. Can you just speak to that a little bit and the and the evolution of that because it, it's it's fun to watch.
1: It's so it's so fun to be in the scenes with her. It's so fun to be to have our daughters. Like our daughters were both born out of, you know, IVF. That's one thing that is like something that we share, you know, as a bond between us. We kind of like I have so many similarities with Candy that it's it's kind of scary. But we kind of both peaked or became really known in the nineties sustained our careers in entertainment. We've pivoted. We've done this and now we're both on the same platform on this show. I feel like I really respect her. I feel like she has so much talent. But what I love most about her is that she is probably the most genuine person that I know. And she doesn't ever come after anyone. Um, she doesn't have a bad bone in her body. And so I, I really just love her genuinely as a person. Yeah. And I feel like She's a sister to me whenever I've needed her. She's always been there. But what I love the most is like the hardest times I remember having on this show, especially after her best friend, you know, her former best friend left the show. She had my back in some really crucial moments when it was just so easy to be against me. And people were like, it didn't, it didn't matter what was right or what was wrong. She was against me now. I'm not saying that she's always been, you know, On the right side or on my side. I'm not saying that because friends don't always just take your side. 100. And so you got to respect her for that. Even in upcoming scenes, I felt like she threw me under the bus a Mm. little bit, and that annoyed me. But when it matters and when my feelings matter, she is there for me. When when all this stuff is is said and done, I, I think Candy and I will always be friends. We'll always have Brooklyn and. And Blaze as you know sisters. I hope they grow up together, you know. Um, because we we do have that really special bond. I just really respect Candy. I really
0: do. I saw this really <laughs> I saw this really great little tweet that was that was Blaze in Brooklyn sharing the popcorn and it was like they wrote the future of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And it was just oh like
1: <laughs> That was a really good one.
0: <laughs> like, could you imagine it's just <laughs>
1: to allow her to do reality TV. I, I don't her, blame I want, you i want
0: her to save the world <laughs> there we go i think you're saving the world in your own way kenya so
1: <laughs> in my own way right i love
0: <laughs> um to finish off i wanted to ask about a couple little tidbits from different interviews over the past couple weeks you said and i loved this you said in a recent interview that giselle is the you of potomac and I actually had never, I had never made that connection before, but when I, I thought about it, I was like, that's actually pretty accurate. I would love, if, could you just yeah. expand on that for just a little bit? Like, wh- how do you see that, that sort of parallel?
1: <laughs> oh God, how do I explain it? You know, I think Giselle, she is that person that you, you, a lot of viewers love to hate. Mm. Um, And it's not by any fault of her own. It's because she is you know, she's a beautiful woman. She's stunning. She's smart. She's articulate and she speaks her, her truth and she speaks her mind. And that can be very intimidating to a lot of people. And she is a potster stirrer at times, you know, she calls people to task where she calls them to, to be accountable for the things that they say and that they do. And I feel that I'm the same way on my show, whereas sometimes I'm the only person that has done that, especially last season, where... I'm the only person that speaks up. I'm the only person that calls things out and I didn't have any backup. And I feel like sometimes that's the position that Giselle is in
0: too. Yep, I, that's so well said. And it, 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 you just, it, it was such a good parallel and I just had never thought about that before. It kind of blew my mind. You, <laughs> you, you tweeted recently that, that I think it was probably when Eva was on Watch What Happens Live, that they should bring her back to Atlanta. Do you, you, you think they should bring her back if her peach back?
1: Oh, a hundred thousand percent. Absolutely. I don't think she'll take it.
0: Oh, no, you don't.
1: <laughs> no, because she's, you know, she's on this great TV show that she's starring in. She's in love yeah. with her husband so much. They're, you know, out of drama, out of scrutiny. And um, I think that's a great position to be in. You know, you don't have to subject your family to sometimes, you know, cruelty.
0: All right. So unfortunately, that is the end of the interview. Again, my wi-fi cut out. And I didn't get to ask Kenya everything I wanted to ask her. But that's just how the cookie crumbles, you guys. And uh, that's what I get, I guess, for calling in from vacation. But um, again, just really happy to get some time with Kenya. And I really appreciate her patience and her grace in this unfortunate situation. But again, I really hope you enjoyed that. And um, again, I think she had some really great answers to some of my questions. And I wanted to ask her more, but I just couldn't. And um, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And um, I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at inthenow.com. You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.